Well, like I said in the uh, Monday morning coffee this morning, and like I've been saying a lot lately, we only get one chance to do this, and uh, when someone does their first ever kind of big race, uh, steps out of the box and goes and do it, does something, it may not have been the uh, pro AMA Monster Energy Supercross, but Supercross Futures is uh, pretty darn close. We've got uh, number 622, Preston Massiangelo from Brantford, Ontario, on the phone. Preston, how you doing? We're, we're doing good, Billy. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I appreciate it. I always love getting these... Uh, these firsts and talking about them and getting uh, getting people's getting the riders' thoughts and everything. Uh, I mean, obviously, big steps heading towards big things. Um, but first off, where are you right now? Uh, currently, currently at south of the border. We actually uh, just got home last night from Arlington. Uh, me and a few of the other boys at PRMX uh, drove the van home. So she was a bit of a hike, but uh, we're back now. So. <laughs> Actually, it's funny when we were talking yesterday about uh, about doing this, and you said, "Well, I'm kind of in the van with like ten guys." In hindsight, I kind of wish we'd done it there with everybody talking. Oh yeah, no, it it, it actually it it kind of it probably would have been pretty cool because uh, we had um we had a few of the mechanics, we had Cole uh, and um, and uh, Oliver as well as you know Julian Benick. Um, so there was quite a few mechanics and racers in there, and. It probably would have been a cool conversation, that's for sure. <laughs> How is Oliver doing now from the van incident and everything else that's going on? Oh, he, uh, <laughs> well, with him, like, he he had, the obviously, the night show and everything with Julian, and then the drive home, we all kind of took turns driving, so um, it, it, uh, it got pretty tiring, for sure, but uh, we were able to get home, get a good night sleep last night, and... Uh, where everybody's doing a little better today, that's for sure. But I mean, since his van got broken into and everything, Julian's van and stuff, they uh, he's got his passport oh, situation. Yeah, yeah, no, he's um, yeah, he was able to get a new passport. Oh, good. But uh, yeah, that was a, definitely a bit of a hassle for them because you know, it's not always a, a great thing to have your passport stolen <laughs> out of your van. So, <laughs> all right, but let's. But you're using it all the time, you know. So yeah, no, no kidding, for sure, man. Well, all right, buddy. Well, let's talk about uh, let's talk about you here. Um, you obviously had that horrible looking um, wrist break, both break, both wrists dislocated as well as broken. Dislocated and broken, yeah. How did you? Uh, how was that to look down at? By the way, I know we talked about this before, but uh, you must have looked at that one. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely took, uh, it, it put me into quite a bit of a shock, you know, like sure. when it happened, I couldn't really feel it, it, it just kind of hit me, and then, you know, you look down, and you can't, you can't feel your wrists, and you, you just see them kind of, you know, dangling there, it, it's oh. not a pretty sight for sure, I had to, um, when we got to the hospital, I had to put a towel over them, you know, like I just couldn't. <laughs> couldn't fathom like the sight of them so yeah, yeah it, it uh it got pretty bad for sure yeah if anybody listening to this wants to hear the details we did do a podcast and talked about it and you mentioned you kind of mentioned that uh, your wrist kind of stuck wide open into the water you went oh man just kind of crazy stuff but uh okay yeah yeah it, it was a, a a bit of a a bit of a thing uh it didn't actually crash but everything everything that else that happened kind of you know <laughs> was was just it was a whole crazy thing like uh, it's it's kind of something that that you wouldn't really expect but uh yeah 
Right. Okay. Well, what uh, say that hadn't happened? What was your plan? What what uh, rate was this going to be your first uh, futures race anyway? I guess or what? Uh, how was it going to work this year? We uh, so I I got I originally got down south of the border early November and our plan was to go uh, from just training uh, full time Supercross with the PRMX boys from November until the first round of futures. Um, uh, I believe it was Anaheim too. Yeah, you were okay. You were going to go to Anaheim too. So, so we were we were shooting for Anaheim too, and then I was going to go. Um, obviously do Arlington and um, if I was able to rack up enough points we were going to try and do a few of the last or the finishing East Coast Pro Supercross rounds and uh, and, and that that was kind of the original plan you know like okay. if, if I was prepared and I was feeling ready we were going to try and jump in just get my feet wet you know but um, obviously with the injury um, we weren't able to really make that happen. That kind of sucked up pretty much all of my my training time, you know. So we got back down here um, just at the end of January there, and uh, so far I've had I've had on, uh, pretty much only a handful of days on a real Supercross track. You know, I spent I spent some time riding outdoors before before obviously jumping in again on on some Supercross. And uh, yeah, so I, I've only really got about eight or nine days under my belt on Supercross, and Aww. the whole the whole Arlington Arlington thing was kind of last minute because I was actually uh, planning on on waiting until the next round, which I think is at uh, Glendale. Um, just just to, you know, I wanted to be real prepared and, and make sure I was ready, but I felt I felt ready enough to go in. Um, it's only futures; it's not like we're we're getting thrown to the wolves here completely. So, uh, yeah, we decided to jump in for Arlington, and uh, it, it ended up going not too bad. I was pretty happy with uh, with the result on on my circumstances. So, hey, now uh, I mean, obviously, international riders uh, loophole kind of thing. You didn't have to do the futures, did you? You could have you could have gone in, to, you know, jumped right in with both feet. But uh, this was just a wiser way to go. You guys thought, or how is that uh, what you thought? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, with me being a Canadian pro already, we were able to uh, to get my Supercross license. So technically, I I can be racing uh, 250 pro right now, but. Me, me and the team and obviously my parents and everybody that helps me, we, uh, we thought it would be a wiser decision to probably hop in and do uh, all of the futures rounds first, you know, get my feet wet, uh, just like in the environment, you know, it's, it's a crazy thing. Uh, the whole, whole Supercross, just everything about it, it's, it's gnarly and it takes some time getting used to. So it's it's nice to the futures thing it's a great tool because we're as a class guys um well in the states anyway it's it's kind of a thing where where you can go in and you can get a feel for for what it's going to be like what the track's going to be like what the stadium's going to be like without you know getting kind of thrown to the wolves we've like in like just getting thrown to the pro class right like we've all kind of raced each other over the years and and we've all grown up together racing so it's uh it's a familiar site and at the same time it's not so but uh yeah it's the whole futures program it's great and um it it makes for a good learning curve and and just getting to experience the 
the whole environment before actually going in. Yeah, no, no, I, I totally agree with that. Actually, I think it was, I think it was smart. Just, uh, just want to point out, people listening maybe aren't aware of that. That international riders that obviously you didn't have to, didn't have to do that. But I think it's probably smart. Uh, hey, uh, along those lines. There's been kind of a bit of discussion. Uh, I mean, when it was first kind of introduced, uh, the Futures guys, I believe, raced on a bit of a toned-down track. you have any thoughts on that? Like, would you would you like to see it toned down for, as you're, like, kind of getting your feet wet, like you say? Or is it cool to just go out there with people at the same level on a full, full-on Supercross track? Yeah, obviously, um, I think... I think they, they just kind of switched it over this year, but last year they were riding on a bit of a toned down track, um, the Futures guys anyway. And uh, I believe they raced on a different day too, but but yeah, no, I think, I honestly think the, the way they have it set up now where we race the same track and we race in the same night show as the pros, I, I honestly, I honestly think it's it's a way better deal because we can we can just get a feel for what's going on like just the whole environment it's everything about it is the same as, as the pros you know we right. have free practice we have qualifying we have the main event but at the same time it's uh, with besides everything that's going on we're still racing the same guys that we've always raced so it's I think I think it's a perfect way to for, uh, for us to kind of get warmed up and then uh, most of us I'm sure next year um, with us being a little younger um, we'll, most of us will probably go for for real supercross next year and um, and then at that point at least you know we'll know what's going on and we'll know what to expect and kind of get a feel for for how everything is before uh, going into it so yeah for sure I, I think I think the way they have it set up now with um, with the whole being on the same day and everything and riding the same tracks is just, it's just a way better deal for sure. Nice. Plus, I mean, um, like you say, it's everybody at the, at the same, not same level, but you know what I mean? It's not like you're not out there against Jet Lawrence and stuff like that. You're, uh, you yeah, guys are all yeah kinda... exactly. We've, we've all kind of grown up racing each other. So, uh, it, it's cool. It, it definitely makes for some, uh, some good racing. Okay. Well, you mentioned you're not, uh, you know, I haven't been able to be on the, bike too much yet coming back after your uh injury and stuff what, what percentage are you at uh health and strength wise yeah so uh the wrists the wrists are healing good they're uh i can tell they're still not a hundred percent um i will like if i'll if i come up short on something or or something like that where um you know the suspension will bottom out and and uh i'll feel a little sting uh once in a while in the wrists you know but that's to be expected um it was a a pretty a pretty gnarly injury so uh we're (laughs) we're slowly getting over it they're they're about i'd say 80 percent um as of now and uh i was told by the doctors that i will make a 110 or 100 (laughs) percent recovery so yeah, it's uh, it'll definitely take a while, but they'll they will get back to 100. percent And uh, like I said, I don't have I don't have a crazy amount of time on on Supercross so far. I had I had the two or three days in uh, November, and um, I think I've ridden a total of maybe four or five uh, before the before actual Arlington. So yeah, it's it's not it's not a crazy amount of time but the time um the days that i have been riding supercross have been very productive and uh it's it's been a massive help having 
having the PRMX guys to ride with because obviously um, they know what they're doing. Um, they've they most of them have, have the uh, the Supercross experience, you know, like Cade uh, Clayson, Devin Simonson, um, even Josiah. He he, you know, he picks up he picks up uh, Supercross really quick. So all of those guys, it's been a massive help having them to ride with and uh and just kind of get better together you know so it it's been a good deal right hey before i forget because uh, you just mentioned josiah natsky there uh came up on the first four motos that he raced up here in the 250 class is he your pick for the 250 mx championship up here or what are your just to put you on the spot here oh 100 oh, percent. you know uh natsky <laughs> he's always going to give it his 110 percent, and uh he he knows how to he knows how to ride a motorcycle when when uh, when need be. So yeah, it'll be hundred uh, percent. I have him for my for my uh, MX Canadian Championship for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk about uh, Arlington. Um, so you get there. Uh, obviously, <laughs> you know what a Supercross track looks like and everything. But what was it like when you walked it? Like, were you like, uh, did it, it seem? I mean, uh, but the thing with you guys, the kids these days, you get to ride on practice tracks. I mean, you're at south of the border. You guys have two pretty much full on Supercross tracks. So, any surprises or was it okay? It uh, honestly just you know being being in the stadium and and that kind of environment. You know, even even just walking around the pits, it's um it's a bit of a shock, you know, because you, you, you see these guys on, on TV and, and stuff like that. And it's like, it's almost like they're not real, you know, <laughs> so when, when you're there and you're walking around and, and you, you just, you, you kind of like, you know, you walk by these guys and it's like, wow, that's, it kind of puts you in the spot, you know, like <laughs> I'm here, I'm doing this. And, uh, it's, it's pretty surreal, you know, it's just, it's a crazy thing. And, um, yeah, not not too not too many surprises though. I kind of was uh, like knew what to expect, but um, at the same time, being in those uh, those stadiums, it's just uh, it's a whole different animal, man. Um, the tracks, obviously, they're they all those jumps and and uh, the rhythms. They've all been mathematically calculated, and they're very they're very steep and. Um, there's just a lot of things that come into play, even, you know, even just riding with the tough blocks, like it, it plays tricks on your mind and it, it takes some getting used to, but, um, luckily, luckily we had, we had quite a few practice sessions and, um, qualifying sessions, you know, to just get used to the track, um, before the actual main event, um, on Saturday. So yeah, it, it, it honestly kind of a shock to the body for sure when you first get there. But uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Nice, nice. So it was more almost the atmosphere was more the uh, eye opener than the actual track. Because like I say, you ride oh, real tracks. Oh, 100 percent. The track, the track, you know, you kind of know what to expect. Um, that obviously I haven't I haven't ridden that kind of dirt in uh, in quite a while, especially in supercross form. So it, it, it tends to break down and the track got definitely got pretty rough by the end of the night. But uh, it's it's more of the yeah, it's definitely more of the atmosphere in the stadium and, and just uh, you know you know, being in the environment, that's that's kind of the was the big eye opener for me for sure. All right. Okay, now tell us how it, uh, who did you actually walk the track with? The whole team or a couple who'd you walk with? Um, so future, uh, futures track walk was a little earlier than right. the pro track walk. So, uh, me and my dad just kind of oh, did it. 
we we actually only had 10 minutes to walk the track and then uh wow. we were we were riding the track 15 minutes later you know so we kind of had to make it quick but uh it's it it definitely was pretty cool um obviously i haven't i haven't walked a supercross track like that since um since toronto toronto supercross 2014 when i did the the ktm junior challenge so it, it's <laughs> been it's been quite a while but uh yeah it's uh yeah it's it's been uh it was pretty cool for sure so so there were two memorable things in 2014 toronto you doing the, the uh, ktm junior and not a bad ride by james stewart <laughs> oh yeah 100 percent. that that toronto 2014 toronto supercross it's uh you you can't forget that 450 main event um obviously when when james stewart basically went from last to first so yeah i guess you were a little too young for our after parties though uh i guess you didn't oh 100 oh, percent. we were <laughs> we were only seven back then so i can't remember if your parents were there or not <laughs> yeah oh, i honestly there's there's not a lot i can remember from that hmm. it's uh it's been a while for sure okay well well take us through how it works because uh, you were on the track a couple times on the friday like you said you end up your combined times you were 17th kind of thing now how did that work like uh, getting into the saturday obviously then you had two more qualifiers and stuff like that how did the uh, program work yeah so um originally there there are 27 i think it was 27 riders selected to to race futures and um they they uh they only take um i think it was 20 yeah 22 riders out of friday um get to race saturday's um event program so uh yeah we had a bit of qualifying on friday um just to you know to get into the the actual event um so unfortunately some some riders weren't able to qualify and uh honestly i i was a little scared you know uh Hmm. friday um i struggled with the track um obviously as i'm sure a lot of people saw those uh those whoops were pretty gnarly um they got they were they were built really big and um it i i struggled to get through them and uh, the rest of the track, I kind of had dialed, but or for the most part. But the whoops, you know, we, we struggled, and uh, I definitely lost a few seconds there. But um, luckily, we were able to qualify, um, and I wasn't too worried about about the 17th on Friday because, um, as you know, we uh, Saturday we qual uh, Saturday, yeah, is the main kind of qualifying into the main. So. As long as long as I was able to qualify um, well on Saturday, that that's all I was I was worried about, and we we were able to pull out, and I think it was eleventh in qualifying. So, yeah, yeah. So it, it wasn't too bad. Set me up for a pretty good gate pick in the main, and uh, yeah. Well, hang on, I, I got to ask you something because I think out of all the riders, you may have been one of the very very few who wasn't faster in the second qualifier. I was uh, I was they didn't show you, so I was kind of concerned what was going on. Yeah, the second second uh, qualifier on on Saturday, um, a lot of I was surprised because the track really really got rough and and a lot of riders stepped it up, which which was pretty um, insane to me because I, I <laughs> honestly I could not find the flow the whole time I, I and it I kind of had a hard time getting in one fast lap. I would always make a mistake here or there. And it, we just kind of screw up everything, you know. So, th- those qualifying sessions, they got they're very. You have to be very precise on your fast laps, and uh, that 
that's obviously going to take some getting used to for sure. But um, yeah, the first qualifying session was uh, was definitely my um, my stronger session. I was able to put down a few faster laps in in that one and um, locked me in for an eleventh. So uh, wasn't I? I was I was decently happy with that. Um, I wasn't you know crazy off the pace. I think it was around three four seconds which uh which which can be made uh made up obviously so um i was pretty happy with that and uh it set me up with a with a good gate pick into the night show um so yeah all right so what do you uh what did the what did the team have to say for you did you make any changes to the bike and stuff like that i mean you're at a you know you're not just walking around the pits looking at uh, eli tomax pits and stuff now you're sitting there as a racer you're sitting there talking to the team about stuff getting food what uh, what did the guys have for you before you went out yeah, so um, I am actually I'm not on I'm not on complete um, Supercross suspension. I'm kind of running the the hybrid stuff that we we ran at uh, Gopher Supercross uh, okay. back in November, or, uh, September, I believe. So um, the the shock and the forks actually are a little soft. So we we kind of struggled. Um, Friday and Saturday just trying to make them stiff enough you know because that 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 super cross out there that 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 stuff's the real deal and the bike needs to be basically perfect um so everything you know the bike was dialed um by the main event but uh definitely struggled with with some some uh some suspension um over the over the weekend and uh that's something usually I'm a person that'll it'll kind of just ride anything you know i'm not too picky with my with my my motorcycles um if something happens um in a race like you know bars are bent levers are down i kind of i've always been a person to just adapt to the situations but um i was definitely struggling with the suspension and um it was uh it was pretty noticeable um i couldn't it 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 definitely made it hard harder to um to ride with uh not you know the not the full supercross getup so, right, so good. eventually we were able to get it stiff enough and um i was able to get those rhythms down um and stuff like that without a problem definitely helped with the whoops and um, right so so yeah but uh other than that the bike was um the bike was amazing um the prmx boys they really helped me out um, getting that thing set up and um, just making sure I was ready to go in a in a limited amount of time. So, um, like I said, the the whole the whole futures thing um, was kind of last minute. We we kind of decided that we were going to do that um, in the kind in like the last three weeks. So you know we didn't have crazy time, but um, yeah, it uh, it ended up being pretty good. Okay, well let's. Uh... Let's talk about that uh, the main event for you guys because I know I think right off the bat you're up and around man top ten for sure like up in six kind of thing it looked like and then they have you at uh, they have you at eighth at the end of the first lap so take us through the actual main event how to go how the start go the jump uh, you know where were you and all that kind of stuff yeah obviously you know sitting <laughs> I'm just gonna start start right from the start you know yeah. uh, we're sitting start line and. Uh, just looking up at at all those people man it, it's <laughs> it's the real thing you know uh it kind of it throws your mind into a, a a lot of different places heart rate goes up focus 
with all the lights and you can it's you look around and it's just people 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 you know um so it, it kind of made it hard to focus um mm-hmm. definitely the nerves were up the, the heart rate was high um <laughs> but uh yeah we uh we we made the most of it um i had i had a decent start um kind of uh, you know, I was laid off the gate. I feel like, um, just lack of focus, but I, I was able to follow, um, uh, Daxton Bennett through kind of through the field. He started next to me. Um, okay. he got in front of me and we, we kind of just went through. Um, I think I came out around fifth or sixth, which I, I was happy with, you know, mm-hmm. uh, wrote, wrote around, around the sixth to, to eighth kind of spot for about two laps. Um, unfortunately kind of started to fade back um after two laps you know i was already kind of you know starting to feel the heat like we were getting we were getting a little tired it's it's a shock (laughs) to the body you know so um yeah i kind of you know it had a hard time finding a flow um the track was rough and um i i was kind of just holding on for dear life uh by the end of it but um I made the most of it. I was really hoping for that top 10, but 11th isn't bad. And, and 10th was right there, you know? So I think if I had been just a little more prepared, um, I definitely could have been in that fifth to 10th range, which, uh, was the original goal. So I, I wasn't, I wasn't too, too mad with that. Um, especially with, you know, getting the, the good start and, um, just being up there with uh, with those guys, you know, a lot a lot of them have uh, quite a bit of Supercross experience under their belts already. Um, right. So it was, you know, I was able to get behind a few of them and just, you know, kind of see what they were doing and um, follow a few of their lines, and and uh, it definitely helped improve me uh, in the latter half of that main. And um, I, I learned a lot, honestly. It's it's a great experience, and um, it's there's a lot to learn from, and uh, I'll definitely make sure that um, that we're we're more prepared for the next one for sure. Right. It seems like I mean uh, I was going to ask you that, like kind of what did you learn? But it seems it's almost on track stuff is one thing, but it's all the the build up, the keeping the heart rate down, settling down, being calm, not worrying about who you're racing. And just going out and, you know what I mean, just it's progression. So, I mean, now you've done it once. The next time your heart rate won't skyrocket, you know what I mean? You'll you'll go back to the basics. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to breathe at least once a lap. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's just at least, you know, for next time we'll have a bit of a more, like, more of an idea of kind of what I'm doing, you know. Uh, it, like I said earlier, it won't be as big of a shock to the body. Um, I'll be able to stay a little more calm and uh, just kind of – kind of know what i'm doing uh obviously it takes years and years and years of of racing this stuff to to really know what you're doing but um yeah i uh at least uh we'll know what to expect for for next time for sure well speaking of next time uh, i'm driving all the way down to florida and uh, your team's going to be in daytona and i know there's a nice race called the ricky carmichael supercross the amateur day any chance you're heading down that way uh, we were originally planning on it, but um, I, I'm not sure. I don't think we're doing that um, mm. at this point. But uh, yeah, the team, we're actually heading down to Florida um, this week. We're going to get um, a few riding days in on, the, on um, some different tracks, you know, just break it up a little bit. We've, we've kind of been riding the same track for, mm. for four months now. Well, at least the team has. So um, 
yeah, we're going to head down there a little early, um, get some riding time in. And uh, I don't believe I'm racing Daytona, but uh, I'm, I'm hoping to be there um, with the team uh, and watch and, and just kind of learn. Just once again, just be in the environment. You know, it's um, even if you're not racing, it, it's just it's just good to be there, be around the people. And uh, it's it'll be a good time. Are you telling me there's a chance you're going to race or no, it's out of the question? Mm-hmm. No, I think I think it's out of the question. Right. I was originally planning on it, but um, Daytona, you know, it's sometimes the amateur day. I've never really had great luck at Daytona uh, <laughs> for the amateur day, so uh, I decided to to just to save my luck and uh, just get ready for the next round of futures. So far, okay. So the next round of futures is Glendale, Arizona. Uh, after that, what's uh, what's the plan? I mean, what's the plan for summer? When are you going to head home? What's uh, what's what's upcoming after that? Yeah. So so the plan now, I think we're definitely going to try and hit Glendale, um, and then after that, uh, we have um, one more futures round in. Um, at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. Oh, okay. So we're going to try and hit that. Um, that's just at the end of April there. Yeah, um, April 22nd. I think after that, we are, uh, we're going to stay here for a little longer, um, just kind of get my feet wet in, in the outdoor scene again, ride some more outdoors, um, feel it out, get, get the bike set up again. And um, I'm hoping to be home um, permanently for the rest of the year by uh by early may um start getting ready for um for canadian nationals obviously um plan is as of now to uh we're gonna try and do the whole thing um, the whole series with prmx and um if there if there is a chance to do loretta's I'd, i'd love to do some uh loretta's racing uh again too and uh so far that's uh that's what we've got Okay, excellent. All right, so uh, you're going to be busy. I just I uh, wish Daytona was thrown in there, but uh, yeah, it makes sense not to. Whatever, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 definitely going to be a busy year for sure. We've got a we've got a lot of racing um, planned in Canada and America, so uh, it's it's going to be a pretty hectic year. But I'm excited for it. Um, definitely a lot of opportunity to just to to learn and and get better by. Uh, by racing you know all these all these different people um so yeah it's it's gonna be good i'm i'm looking forward to it okay, hey i forgot to ask you when you went down to the line was your dad with you or who was with you at the gate yeah yeah my my dad was working as my mechanic this oh, great. <laughs> so that part felt normal anyway yeah that was probably the most uh normal thing of the weekend <laughs> for sure <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, it's still snowing hard here in London, Ontario, uh, so it's a bit of a bit of a whiteout here. It's kind of crazy, but uh, you guys, it's nice and warm down there, huh? Oh yeah, we've got. I think we've got 25 degrees right now and and full sun. So nice. uh, and uh, it looks like it's staying like that for the rest of the week. So it's uh, the weather down here in South Carolina. It's it's um it's a bit of a, a hit or miss especially during the winter months but um so far the past few weeks we've we've gotten pretty lucky with weather um there's only been a few days where i haven't been able to ride so um it, it it's been pretty good well just wait the, the uh they're gonna flip the switch to uh summer temperatures coming up here soon enough you'll be uh you'll be looking for these 25 23 degrees day degree days <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, these these days will be the the colder days when uh, 
when you know by the time April May roll around oh, yeah. for sure. All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate you taking the time with us, man. It's always fun to talk to someone after they do their first uh, kind of big event. I mean, obviously, uh, working the way towards, like you say, the East, actually 250 East Supercross class. So that'll be kind of cool for sure when you get to do that. But uh, yeah, man, I appreciate you chatting with us, man. It's always fun to talk with you. And um, yeah, before we let you go, let's. Uh, who would you like to thank? Anybody you want to say thank you to? Uh, you know, I just, I'd love to... Uh... To, to give a big thanks to the the whole PRMX uh, Partzilla Racing uh, OG Optics crew. Um, you know, obviously these big events um, in the states, especially Supercross, would be uh, would be very hard to do without them. So uh, big thank you to them. They've been very supportive of me and uh, helping me get to the races. Um, and obviously, you know, my mom, my dad, my whole family, um, everybody who is involved with my program, uh, my trainer, Tyler, um, everything, you know, everything there, there's so many people that go into this program and, uh, it's, it's going to be a good year. Nice. Hey, I forgot to ask, how old are you now, Preston? Uh, still 16. I, my birthday's coming up in March and so, uh, March 15th actually. So almost 17. Okay, awesome, man. Well, hey, uh, I will see you at the certainly at the races down there in Daytona this next week, and I'll probably try to find you guys at some practice tracks too. So I'll be seeing you very soon, man. I appreciate you taking the time, and uh, good luck, and we'll see you soon. Definitely. Thank you, Billy. Thanks for having me. It's uh, It's been fun. All right, man. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. See ya.